Good day, everyone. Good day, good day, and thank you for joining. It never happened. I'm just going to start this off before we start an interview. I do have a guest speaker today, and it is going to be an amazing, I think it's going to be a life-changing conversation because there was so much in place before this conversation ever took place that kind of almost kept trying to stop me from having this conversation. I'm having a conversation with a young lady called Columbia and she is an exotic dancer, a stripper, whatever you want to call it. And she and these are people whose occupation involved performing strip tease in a public adult entertainment venue, such as a strip club. At times, you know, strippers may be hired to perform at bachelor parties or private parties, things of that nature. But that is a form of industry that is a large amount of money to the community. Um, a large sum that goes out, but I want to understand what, but I want you guys to understand before we do this interview is that they are people too. And we have to find a way not to judge people for look at them for face value and know that everyone has a story. And this young lady has her own story. And that's why I chose her to come on and talk to the people to talk to you guys to enlighten and hopefully help someone understand, um, or have a better perspective, um, of, this type of industry called the sex industry. Um, we need to learn not to judge, um, be better people, and kind of look outside the box. And I hope this interview helps um, anyone that needs to hear it, um, open their hearts a little bit better to the situation. Um, I've looked up some information that I hope also will help change hearts. Um, it was by Miguel Buez. Um, it's called The Four Agreements, and I hope this will be something to help y'all live by or to inspire and encourage us to be better people um, going forward, especially on this on this situation, because people can break their own chains and they can move forward. And there's anything, everything is possible through God. And these people aren't forgotten people. They're not the forbidden children, you know. Um, they can change and they might have a purpose behind why they do what they do. So we need to be more um, impactful with our words. We need to do, we need to, you know, not take anything personally when things happen to us around us because it might be for our good. And we don't need to make assumptions about anything, anyone that is going, you know, around us. And we need to always do our best. Always do your best at what you do. And that isn't anything and everything, y'all. So I hope you take this into thought as we go into this cast. Um, it is um, it is just straight open um, conversation. Um, so I hope it doesn't offend anybody, but understand the nature of it um, before we start it. Um, it's a powerful one. I love you all. You know why I do it. Love each other. Peace, love, and happiness to everyone. Enjoy the enjoy the conversation. It never happened. I'm your girl, Darlene Shante. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to It Never Happened. It is Sunday, April 26th. And let me tell y'all before we get started, I had went and set up to do this interview with my guest speaker yesterday. And for some reason, this 
anchor would just not work. It would not let me speak to this young lady. She is amazing. I said, her story must be something the audience really, really needs to hear because the devil is at work, not allowing me to get this recording done for you guys. So we are live this morning and we're going to be unfiltered and we're going to be talking to a young lady who is just amazing, y'all. She is beautiful. She is talented and entrepreneur. At one point she had her, she was starting her own clothing line. It was a lingerie line and she had a, um, she was working on a singing deal. And here we go again with different stuff coming in. Obviously, I've been slipping. And see what I'm saying? My phone's doing some weird stuff. So this interview must really be important. <laughs> so I am going to introduce her. Like I said, she 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 used a she had her own clothing line. She's a singer, and on top of that, y'all, she is an exotic dancer. Um, but just an amazing one at that. Her name is Columbia and we are going to have a very, like I said, unfiltered conversation today. Um, so Columbia, thank you for joining it. Um, it never happened. Please tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Just talk. Um, hi, uh, I go by my stage name is Columbia. Um, I'm 24 years old and, uh, I've been dancing for about, uh, approximately five years five years yeah um i started off at um maybe a club that everybody starts off at wax of course where you know i'll go into detail about the clubs but um, right here in atl y'all right here in atl (laughs) definitely and then um you know now i'm at a lot bigger clubs now that i've progressed um like allure magic city so um yeah and what got you started? What made you go into the industry? Uh, I had a homegirl. Um, I tried college. Like, I went to Valdosta State for a year. I studied biology. I hated it. Um, you know, didn't do so well in college. And it just made me uh, think, okay, so what What, what else am I going to do? So um, I worked at Victoria's Secret in Lenox okay. um, for almost a year. Um, but I met a, a homegirl up there and me and her kicked it and we were really cool and I just always admired her. She was so much older than me and I was just like, you know, how do you maintain? What do you do? Right. You know, she's like, I dance. I'm like, oh really? You know, I, I never would have thought I would be the type to dance, honestly. I, ne- I never, never in life I thought. I, I used to kind of look down upon it, like, you know, and I thought it was shameful, but, um, my homegirl, she was telling me, she was like, girl, you have the body for you, make so much money, you're going to do this, 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 just try it out with me. Turns out the, the club that she actually introduced me to, the very first club, I worked at Club Wax, um, a guy that I dated, uh, that's the first and only strip club I've ever been in. Right. So, you know, he just he said, hey, I want to take you to a strip club, let me show you a strip club that's not so, you know, risky, because in that club, you don't get fully nude. You know? Oh, okay. So, um... And that's usually a club everybody in Atlanta's pretty much started, you know, back in the day. Um, and, you know, I mean... It was on from there. It was on from there. I had my first night. Uh, I learned my first night, a guy was like, you don't even have your hair done. Like, you got you have this ponytail on your hair. You need to be... Well, why should I take me that? Give me a hard time because so he, he was, knew that I was new. Oh, wow. Um, she's a new dancer. Da, 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 da. 
So, so um, was he trying to discourage you? Did you feel like he was trying to discourage you? I or feel just like he was you? just, uh, let me know what I need. Put me up on game. Oh, pretty much. Okay. Like, um, so the next day, um, we, that, this is my second day. First day, I was like, well, second day, um, I went with me and my homegirl, we went to go get my nails and my feet done. I had already made like five or six hundred dollars. In one night. In one one night. Excuse me. And I was like, you know. For a young girl like you, that was kind of, was that like a game changer? Like, hey. Yeah. Was that like, hey. 19 was six hundred dollars in my life. Oh, okay. In one night. Fresh out of college. You're getting sixty-five dollars every two weeks from my dad. Oh, that's a big deal. (laughs) Sixty-five dollars every two weeks versus six hundred dollars in a day. It was like no math. Game changer. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much how I started dancing. And then how, so I was reading in, um, I was doing some studies, y'all. So just so you know, the industry is huge. Now they call it the sex marketing industry. Even though it's dancing, exotic dancing, it's still bulked in with the sex marketing. Um, an estimate worth of this industry is anywhere from 40 million to 290 million um, in seven of eight cities, at least, they profile, you know, the government-sponsored um, report by the Urban Institute said that. So that's where I found those statistics at. But it's it's still a million-dollar industry. And um, there was a lot to be said in there. I mean, there was times, like you just said about the, the guy. I mean, the, some of the research I did was talking about how they do degrade. And they was wondering, it was, you know, the that sometimes that in the clubs that... What things like the, what the guy said to you was degrading to a lot of women. It kind of breaks your self-esteem down if you let it. Was there times, was there any point, even though you took that one as a positive, was there any point that you felt like it was beating you up? Um, I'm going I'm to uh, tell you what a guy told me one day. Um, a guy said, again, I'm going to put you up on game. He said, because I was feeling like, uh, like, this guy, I was telling him a story about, you know, this guy was said, said no, they didn't want me to dance or something like that, and this, that, and the other. A lot of guys go in there and uh, come in there with that ego because they know that they can turn us down because they have the upper hand. Right. They don't get the upper hand in regular life. If I see them in, um, if I see them in the mall, the mall or they try to help, you know, I have to say so. Right. But then the power is switch because you have to say so now now it's like i i am here to cater to you and uh you have the power for me to to say no to you pretty much because you're Um, my money right and it's just uh not just that instance but uh it's a lot of instances where uh even women have been in the club and um this was like kind of recent i walked up to a woman and I'm I'm not ugly, and right. I performed. I told y'all well, she's beautiful, you know? y'all. Y'all can see her. <laughs> I I, um, I walked up to her and I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, introduced her. My name, hey, I'm Columbia. Um, um, I was wondering uh, if you'd like to dance. Oh no, I'm good. I was like, okay. Um, well, do you mind if I get a drink? Like, if I drink with y'all, they had a big old bottle of Hennessy. It was only two of them. Right. Uh, no, we good. That's what she just feels. Oh, no, we good. Girl, I just asked for a drink. <laughs> the least you can do while you're sitting here watching us walk around with barely nothing on is uh, give me a shot or something. <laughs> help me out, sis. Sis, help me out. 
Don't let and me talk about And how did that go? So I just was like, whatever. And I went and bought my own shot from the bar because I'm not about to, you girl, you ain't about to. So you have to buy your own drinks. They don't even try, they don't even give you guys anything when you're in there. In Atlanta, yeah. In Miami, some clubs let you have a first shot free and then, you know, stuff okay. like that, courtesy shot, stuff like that. Right. But, um, so it was just, uh, you know, she had, like, until I went on stage and I performed and she saw, oh, I can do pole tricks and all that. And everybody else wants to throw money and then she threw her money. Oh, then she wanted to get oh, on yeah. board. Then I could get a drink. <laughs> right. I was just like. So was she calling you over to do personal dance or just a drink at that time? I'm she seeing what she could do. How was that? I mean, uh, she she had uh, started tipping me on stage. So mm. she was kind of sitting near the stage. So she started tipping me on stage. And then, you know, it was kind of like both dies. I was just like, that's why you don't act like that. You just don't know, like, you know. Yeah, what's going on in there? I'm not, it's not like I'm some ugly girl. You got to act like, you know, I'm just not your type. I, I mean, I might not have been your type, but still, it's like, come on. Like, you don't have to treat me like that. You know? See? So you have all these movies out nowadays. There's several movies that show stripping in a certain light and, like, um, like you had the Players Club, one of the first ones that a lot of people that seen other than, you know, different things that porn and they show or movies where they show just strippers in there briefly. But a movie that was specifically almost about strippers and they kind of shine somewhere. Like, do so you feel like that portrayed the strip club properly or is it, did it just give what, which movie? Players Club? Like, you know how they was in there and, you know, the women is just... <laughs> you know yeah. how is that you know you got the college yeah, girl going in <laughs> yeah in a way honestly yeah is it is it that bad i give it this credit yeah i mean it's not it's not always and let me tell you something the strip club has changed even okay. me being in for five years i'm no i'm no vet but even in five years i see something totally different like um it portrayed, like, when players were portraying some of the girls, you know, going into deeper stuff like prostitution. Yes, yes, yes. stuff like that. And that's what I was reading about in um, my studies, they said. And that's what gives a, a dancing a bad rap. But people have to understand, especially nowadays, yeah. with the whole prostitution thing, they used to have things like Backpage and whatever up for that. Right. Now that that is shut down, they come to the club. Um, and that's how they, you know, move got you. without getting found out so it's like it kind of messes up what we have going on in the club because those of us who are trying to get the money just entertain do bare minimum right look cute and get some money we can't just you know if you got somebody selling for you know then they're thinking everybody in there is going to do it how are we going to get that 300 for just dancing gotcha but Players Club did kind of portray it. Yeah, because even the statistics on the thing is showing. Yeah, between that, the prostitution going on in the back, so the rooms going to the private rooms, the it talked about statistics. Let me tell you of, about these private rooms. The oh private. We talked about God. the private rooms. Yes. <laughs> I had one private room experience, and this is when I first started working. Uh, I worked at Wax. Oh, and it's your um, first year. Your yeah, first this is my first time. <laughs> Wait first. Never again, never again. <laughs> I, at Wax, I had a guy who was out on the floor while I'm dancing, and I saw, and I literally, he got kicked off the club. Okay. Like, people think, oh, girls will just go back there and da da Let me tell you something. It's girls doing that. Oh, yeah. Like, follies, oh. 
like that follows for about two days and after I was just like I can't okay I can't do it no more uh they turn on the lights to clean up and it's condoms on the floor they're sweeping up condoms wow yeah so clubs like that but the clubs that I like to give us a bad name the clubs I like to work at Allure we don't have private rooms at Allure okay they they can touch us but they're not supposed to be touching us Blue Flame I worked at Blue Flame Blue Flame it's a uh, a sign on the wall you cannot touch us okay no private rooms um, do you have security that walks around to kind of make sure you guys are okay? Um, yeah, but security okay. is more worried about who's going to tip them so oh. that I can get this section. Gotcha. I'm going to give you this money. You know these guys in this section. You know, this is your section area, whatever. Put me in that section type. Security ain't worried about us. Uh, I mean, they, they help a little bit, I guess. But certain clubs, security... Do you think some of the girls in there, um, you know, want to come from rags to riches? They go in there looking, waiting, for hoping to get one of the ballers. Because I know I do have a girlfriend, but it was weird because she just found her normal guy. She stripped for years in the club, and then she ended up they in um, the one of the bouncers. They got married, had kids, and he pulled her out the club because not only did he bounce, he had his own job. So he pulled her out the club. She became a mom, and and didn't stop stripping because he said in order for us to do this I need you to stop doing this how do you feel about things like that do you really think that that happens is there a fairy tale life within the stripping industry <laughs> honestly yeah I, uh, I have a homegirl um, that I used to dance with maybe four or five years ago maybe four years ago I used to work at Tease which is uh, now Allure which okay. I work at now but it was called Tease back in the day um, she is riding in Rolls Royces and wow. and drives her own Range Rover to, to her house, I guess, or whatever she does. Right. And as this guy, I guess, she met in a club and she's she, living a life. He just take care of her? Or do you think she oh, stacked her? Oh, she's in Paris. She's oh. in... Oh, wow. Everywhere. Okay. And is he taking care of her? Yeah. yeah. Of course. I mean, it happens. It happens. It happens. Sometimes yeah. people just fall in love, huh? No matter where it is. It's a job. Shoot. <laughs> it's, it's like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's what? like what it is. It's wear Dior every day? <laughs> what? I mean, I trade... Yeah. I'll trade my feet in the wear Dior every day. <laughs> Dior and... 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 and I have every single pair of red bottoms and oh, every wow. Chanel bag and every... Sounds like the life. As long right? as it's happiness. I mean, because I yeah, mean, I think, because you know, shoot. sometimes you'll notice on the back end, somebody could be going home just for that and getting their tail beat every day. You know, you hear stories like that. that. Happens, but then but. there's also, you, when you look at that, you have to look at the other side. It's girls out here that don't get anything out of a relationship at all. I'm, and that are just in a relationship, like, oh, whatever. Yeah, and getting their tails and, beat. And, and getting their tails beat. Or getting talked back down to, or getting cheated on, or doing this, doing that. Uh, if you're taken care of, well taken care of, yeah, and you also have somebody that is to- tolerable in your life, let's say it like that, right? What's the issue? You can always make that choice to go. I'm not saying it, get yourself into something where that person doesn't treat you right. Make sure that person treats you right, but if they're taking care of a lot of stuff like that and you're not one for nothing, a lot of times it's like. 
So how does this affect your family life though? Becoming When you became a stripper, um, how long were exotic dancers? Sorry y'all, cause you know, sometimes they have oh, well, idols. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Still counting money, same way. <laughs> One dollar to There you go. So how did that affect your family life? And did that affect your, your way you thought about what you did? Oh. names, but how did it affect so, everything? <laughs> for what a lot of my family members do for a living, it, it was kind of like, I felt like kind of embarrassed uh, my mom and my grandmother mm-hmm. because of what they do. Right. Um, my dad took it very well. Surprisingly, you had this look yeah. like you're surprised about that. <laughs> like I can I can even joke to him about it, and it's just like funny, <laughs> like comedy. But I think because he's a man and he he's been in those environments, yeah. I think that he understands, right? That it's not just like people what people make it seem. Right. When you're actually in that environment, it's like you understand that's not just this. It's not just that. Right. It's you know, more than what you're. The term sex workers sounds really bad. Right. To your parents, <laughs> sound bad to oh, yeah. anybody, you know, but depends on how worker. open you are to thought. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> but um, my sister, I, uh, I don't know how she. Okay. Uh, I think then y'all fall out for a little while. Like she kind of like didn't talk to you for a while. If I was she kind of like, I felt a little distant, like you know, and I feel like a lot of times I was embarrassed. Like I felt like I, I embarrassed him, and um, I didn't. My grandmother works in the church, by the way. I felt like I couldn't go to church. Yeah, it's hard when your grand your parent, your grandmother's a minister. That's kind of everybody wild. telling on me. I was just like, I noticed that. I remember hearing that she had blocked your like a lot of people for a minute because you was trying yeah, to, yeah. You didn't want just to see needed, what you was doing. Because my biggest thing is, I am very persuaded by a lot of emotions in my family, like especially those who are close to me. I'm very persuaded by those emotions, but I got to the point where I'm trying to be my own person. Right. And, you know, uh, a lot of dancers, we want to be our own person. Right. We just want to be our own person. A lot of times, it's the re- it, it might be the rebellion because, you know, like, this is what... This is my life. Right. I'm controlling this. I run this show type. It's freedom for you. Yeah, it's freedom. Um, yeah, it's... But, um, oh, to touch base, based on what we were talking about before, too, I want to, uh, so about, uh, people in the club being rude. And oh, yes. Guys, sometimes, when you walk up to guys, they won't even say nothing. Like, they'll you talk to them and they'll pretend they don't even hear you. Oh. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, he got a little thing, because you better start acting like you don't hear me. Well, you ain't even cute. And I wouldn't even talk to you in real life. So please stop. He's gonna give me a honor for me to walk up and talk to you right now. (laughs) So does it mess with has I know you said at that point it didn't mess with you, but does it mess with your mental? Because like I said, statistics show that um a lot of times it does mess with um your self women's self-esteem. It starts to break them down, even though they might not show it there and they're real confident. At some point that it does. Did it ever affect you? I mean, did it ever at any time affect you to where you was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. You know, oh, I feel this and that. Where you just felt internally bad about what you was doing or yourself or that um, you felt degraded enough by them or someone. 
A couple times. A couple times. A lot of times, um, guys, when you tell them what, what do you do for a living, that makes you not wanna, cause you, cause everybody. I mean, I feel like everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to feel like you know. But as soon as I tell you I'm a dancer and I do the same thing that women do in a club, just about uh-huh. in a normal, in a regular club, you dance with barely any clothes on. They dance on beaches and they for look free. back to for free. For free. Please <laughs> can you wear a thong to the beach? And I am dead serious. And okay. I have seen it in Miami. I was right. like, well, I feel like I'm about to show. All she got to do is let on. They rest at, uh, on Bourbon Street, right? Oh, Mardi Gras. Okay. They, right. So, for beads. <laughs> for beads. And it's for free. Nine, for 99 cent beads from the dollar store. <laughs> A lot of people at that point think, well, like, like you can cash them in for money. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm here. Nobody knows me. I get to go back home and act like this never happened. Yeah, let me tell you something. But, uh, I mean, I, f- I felt the, I, I have felt the great. Like, sometimes, and then I felt, like, real self-conscious. But I've learned, my experience has taught me, I can't, I can't let that affect me. When I'm about to go get this money, I need to get this money. Okay. I can't let that affect me. I can't, like, I have sometimes um, where... Like, that's why I don't smoke that much in the club. Okay. I don't smoke, you know? Uh, that's why I don't smoke that much. Because if I do, I get self-conscious. I start looking at myself like, oh, this is not right. Oh, this is not right. This is not right. Uh, okay. I got to get out of that. I got to get out of somebody tell me, no, they don't want to dance. Somebody said, no, let me get out of that. You don't need to be up in there with some kind of euphoria going I'm, on. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I look good. I'm confident. I can do this. They came here for me. They came here to give me money. So it's constantly get it. pushing yourself the you positivity instead of negativity. And, and, but that's when drinking comes along. I was about to ask you that because in Play Club, they did show that you get like a lot of drink and like the women kind of put themselves money, out of it, kind of drunk before they go up there. I don't get drunk every night, but I do get tipsy every single night. You think it makes I you mean, perform better? It makes oh, yeah. loosens you up like or something? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to okay. lie. I done did some pole tricks when I was tizzy that I could not do service. And I was surprised I did not break my neck. <laughs> but that's for real. Um, I mean... And they had that vine. Did you I see drink. the vine where the, the, the stripper was like way up high and she oh, went to slide and she hit the floor and then yes. got back up? Oh my gosh. That, ha- that can happen to me. I've oh. seen girls fall from the pole. I fell from the pole before. Oh. I've seen wigs come off. <laughs> and I how do you recover from that? That would just break me down. Like, oh my God, I got to run. I, I mean, well, something that I want to do is, is laugh at it first. Yes. Before anybody else can. Yeah. Therefore, you, you take that power back. Okay. It's not like they're laughing at you. They're laughing with you now. If oh. you're already laughing, they're laughing with you. And you just keep dancing and get your and money. You just keep dancing. Have you ever noticed that you might get more money afterwards? Shoot. Yeah. And when you feel and when you feel those moments of insecurity, like I, when I feel those moments of insecurity, I'm like, like say if my feet hurt and I'm walking funny, I'm like, I, I was telling you a customer, man, my feet hurt so bad. I don't know. I'll make a joke out of it. And when I make a joke out of it, it makes me feel, you know, more confident and, and better. And it helps relax me because I'm telling you, it's something about lacking confidence in there that people can read that all over you oh. and will not give you money. Okay. I've had nights where it was fully packed in the Lord and I did not make a dime. Are you kidding me? Not one dime. Because of my demeanor. Or aura. My right. aura was messed up. I, I was like, dang, I feel not pretty. I feel, I don't feel pretty. I, I feel like. 
oh, this is wrong. This is this happened, and the, the, even the smallest stuff, so like missing an earring, and one of my earrings go missing. Oh, dang! I don't have this earring into the. Or I had these light up shoes, like my my heels light up. Yeah, it was so cool. Um, one of them would go dead. I'm like, dang! I ruined it, and I was like. You don't have the effect that you wanted. Man, but it's something about when you go in there on point. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Stop you make a bag out of, out of this world. I've had nights like that. Oh, my God. But I go in there. I, when I go in, I take about three shots. I, as soon as I get in there, I take three shots. Almost back to back to back. Maybe 20 minutes in between. Exactly. And, and that's how I start my night. And so I start my first hour. And after that, I'm making money for the rest of the Wow. Research related to women working in, in the sex um, industry um, is saying that um, women work in an industry are faced with higher rates of like drug addiction, sexual transmitted diseases, violence, violent assaults, and mental health, excuse me, y'all, tongue-tie, mental health problems such as depression, post-traumatic syndrome, which is PTSD, disorder than the general population, more than the general population. Do you feel like some of the women in there might be, like, have some kind of disorder that just causes them just to be reckless and go in there and doing it just because, not because they really want to seal the bag, more or less because they might be running from something or they might be, you know... Um, so like it's more of an addiction I feel for like, them. And it's it, it's it's different uh, lanes though. Okay. Because there's some that have an issue, a mental issue that may not may may not, may not be able to operate in a regular work environment. May not be able to you know maintain things at home, and they're looking for fast money. Right. Or there's those who parents were and then raise them right they grew up in a in a tough environment and now they're in a club because you know they sister did it they you know this is yeah. just the easy way for them there's some that um maybe they they had an issue like um getting arrested and um stuff like that I, I, it's 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 a, a mental thing definitely that brings you into the club. That draws you into the club. Okay. I feel like everybody, any and everybody that works in the club is a mental thing. Something about you has caused you. It has caused you to take this route. Right. Whether well, it's attention-seeking, um, even low self-esteem, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, you know, you say, does your self-esteem get low in the club? Yeah. But sometimes it boosts your self-esteem. Okay, gotcha. Because you walk around in the body, well, not in the body, but I can because somebody. Because <laughs> someone got some work done. Anyway. I've seen one because I was in a club one time. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I've been to several clubs, and the girl's booty cheeks looked like it just was not moving, and it was a little distorted. And I was like, "Are you really up here with some booty implants or some booty something? Because that thing ain't moving, girl. It cannot yeah, be real." Us and the guys were sitting there but talking about it the whole time. It affect it affects your self esteem, but definitely it could either boost it or it could break down or it could both. I mean, drastically it would switch up every day. My biggest thing is I I think you have to be strong to be in the strip club. Right. You have to be. 
everybody thinks, you know, it's a weak-minded girl. Right. She's for fast money. You have to be strong. It helps build your mind. Okay. Because I know how to talk to people now. Like, I can talk to anybody. So it gives you... I know how to approach you. Well, you're well-diverse with anybody. I know, I know. And I know the things to say to a man. Okay. I know the exact things to say to a man. To get what I want. Or to... Uh, to, to get myself out of a situation or to, you know, whatever. Um, it, it teaches you, like, men- mental-wise, it teaches you uh, how to how to really just um, step out of yourself sometimes and just deal. So if you're in a situation, so, so as far as I have to talk to somebody that I really don't know like that, mm-hmm. this man might be rude as hell, this man might be, but he got money. And I want that money. So how do I step outside of myself, put put all my ego and my attitude, stuff that down so that I can get what I like? Okay. It's a, it's a mind it's, thing. It's a mental game. It's a mind thing. Um, being confident is important. Um, and it builds, like I said, it builds confidence because I know I remember times where, um, I had a I, I sing, so I had a producer come and see me. Um, a really good, a really well-known producer come and see me at the club. He wanted to hear me sing. I was so nervous to sing to him. He was like, "Sing in my ear." He's like, you couldn't sing before when I met you before. I know you could sing because I've heard through a grapevine that you could sing. Right. Like at one point, you was producing on your lives. He said, "Sing in my ear." But he said, if you can dance naked in front of all these people, you can sing. why can't you sing in front of all these people? That's deep. That's deep, right? Yeah. And I realized, like, dancing, it prepared me for that. Because before, would you, was you, like, a nervous person? Did you, was you before, shy? I mean, how was you before that? With that? singing, I definitely was. And it's just because I didn't get that uh, validation, like, oh, that, that's good, or that's a. When I was younger, I couldn't really sing that as, as well as I can now. I couldn't control my voice like that. But you know, it, from having family around, being like, uh, that don't sound too good, uh-huh. or and, and then even growing up, like, you know, becoming older, them not, oh, let me hear. Are being interested in that, and that was the thing that I was most interested in. Right. So, you, do you feel like if they would have been more supportive on that end and pushed you to do what you really want to do or backed you? Sometimes people just need that. Would that? Do you think that would have changed your whole career path? Maybe you would have just driven more towards Let that. Let me tell you something. And anybody listening, if you have children, please support what they are most passionate about. Right. Because God puts that passion inside them. For a reason. Yes. Please support what they are most passionate about. I, I cannot stress that enough because it is so drastic. Before the ego builds in a child, that you instill that in them. Don't be shy of any gift that you may feel you have, even if it's not your gift. Always be confident. Always be confident. Yes. Like, like you talk, we talk about confident in the club, and I'm gonna tell you this too. Um, and this really does not have to do with anything with That's the club, okay. but confidence. Um, That's what they need to hear. There was a guy, uh, I guess he danced or whatever. He danced, he could do his dance moves and stuff in the club. But he was on drugs. I think he was on some type of drugs because right. he's 
slick embarrassing himself or whatever. Yeah, you know, everybody let him do it. And he do, used to do it every night in like a clubs like one, like popular clubs, opium, places like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. Um, somebody was like laughing at him, was like, look at him, da 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 da. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? I said, if I had the confidence this man had to do that in front of all these people. Right. And I really thought about that. It's people out here like really living their life, doing things that doing things that God didn't even gift them to do. Right. They out here singing night can't sing. They out here rapping the night can't rap. Homeboys need to tell them that that shit don't sound that that don't sound good. It's okay. We're unfiltered. Because uh, let me tell you, some of your homeboys need to tell you. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. Anyway, the crazy thing is that these people like that. Some of them are becoming stars that, but that off of guys. That catches someone's attention. Like, I said, like when I'm in that club and I got confidence on a thousand. Yeah, I'm making a thousand or better. <laughs> right. I I've come in there and it wasn't barely nobody in that club, and I pulled money out of everybody's pocket. <laughs> Like, oh, shoot, she's in the house. And I left with a bag, and everybody else is talking about, it wasn't our money tonight. And I'm just over there like, you ain't it. Thanks. Take that money. Take that money. Listen, take that money. So I'm pretty sure, like you said, that wasn't obviously your dream growing up, but it became so. Was there any point in your mind that you're at this point that you would say, okay, I'm going to get to this point, and I'm going to stop, or I'm going to seal this deal of what I well, this is what I told myself. Um, I always set dates. Oh, the, and it never happens. <laughs> okay. Why? Because the money's too good. Gotcha. It, it just happens like that. But my thing is, do I want to do this forever? No. But in a sense, as it's addicting. Okay. It it's is addicting. Okay. The money is addicting. The creating, imagine you're making all this money, you get to create your own schedule, you get to get up whenever you want to get up, you get to party for work, right. you get to drink, you get to meet people, you get to meet celebrities, you get to be the center of attention, you get to get cute and dolled up, play makeup, play in makeup all day, right. get your hair done, get your nails done, get your feet done, smell good, be everything that a woman wants to be. Everything Don't that, that sound like fun? Everything that when we're little, it's Don't almost like we're groomed to do. It's like when we're little, we're exactly. going to be cute, we got to get your hair, you gotta, we're getting groomed for that, and then we come Everything to, that you used to do with your Barbie dolls. Yes. That's what we're doing. We got Barbie dolls. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I get addicted? Yes. And you're making like six hundred. I used to remember the Victoria's Secret checks when I was making $600 in two weeks. <laughs> I understand. Um, No. Now it will not suffice. So for me to go back to a regular nine to five is like. <sighs> so I want to do my music, and this is why I told myself about a deadline. I said, okay, after this COVID nineteen is done, I will. When the club opens back up, yeah, I gotta go back. You know why? Yeah, making that money is about to be so stupid. People been waiting to get Just outside get to out. spend that. Celebrities on their lives talking about I missed the strip club. Yeah, how do you feel? I mean, did you notice on that that 
what, how did you feel about the with COVID-19, I noticed a lot of the Shepherd Summer was going on and the, the, the celebrities were going live, call, calling girls out to dance for them on, on their lives and stuff. I mean, how, oh, what, I, what do you think about so, that? Yeah, and they said, so, like, I'll cash app you and I'll cash app you. you. And I was like, what? I'm not dancing on the internet. <laughs> Let me tell you, people are like, what's the difference between making OnlyFans and being a stripper and being a dancer in a club? Or dancing in the club and dancing online. Right. Dancing online, yeah, that is documented. Somebody could be recording it. Little kids could be seeing it. Uh, your brother, your sister, your mom, your grandma, your if you if they know you work at this strip club, they not by the wall. They ask your strip club. People under twenty one cannot come in the strip club. Right. You got minors looking at this. You got your your brother's friends looking at. Yes, because my eleven year old walked in the other day and there's a a. There was a um, celebrity rapper that she liked, and she's like, "Mom, look!" And then there was some girl butt naked, clapping her booty cheeks because he told her. And then he's like, "Well, I'm a cash happy. I'm a cash happy." And I was like, "Turn that off. For attention. Turn that off." Let me tell you, it was, you couldn't pay me no money for me to document. Still got some morals back there. And he's like, "Come on, some value morals of ethics of the fact of what you're doing." Man, I just. Couldn't do it. I can't do it. Do you see yourself one day, like like you said, this you're just not something you want to do forever. So do you yourself see yourself one day oh, like having I a family, myself. having kids, or you honestly, family, having kids, I used to see that, but honestly I don't see that no more. Um I don't know if it's because I recognize what's going on in with men and in this generation now. I don't see myself married with kids no more. Not like oh. I used to. Okay. And it's sad. It's sad. It sounds sad, but no, I'm saving my stuff from a lot of BS that I see behind closed doors that I wouldn't want to happen to me. Got you. Um, Is it the married? You see the married men coming in there? Married yeah. men. Just everything. Yeah. People, boyfriends, this, that. <laughs> a lot of drama. Sounds like too much. <laughs> um. But my thing is, I do see myself becoming an artist and being on top, being pretty big. Like, um, I actually got a song that's about to drop in a couple days. Oh, it's my first song I'm dropping ever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It's lit. Hashtag quarantine day. (laughs) It's gonna be lit. Um, So how you been able to do that without getting to a studio or something? You was already working on it prior to um, COVID nineteen. Well. I have friends that record in their private homes, so okay, I can, yeah, like, maneuver, you know? Right. Um, but we have been waiting to get in the studio together and just hear it finally mix and, and finally get together, you know? Um, but that's what I see myself doing. And if I'm in the music industry, let me tell you something. I don't think I can be married. Okay. I don't think I can, you know, have kids. Because with, I'm going to I'm going to have so many opportunities, so many different things going on. Okay. So many people are going to be at my neck. So many guys that maybe I did want to talk to that I couldn't reach are going to be at my neck. And I need to be able to live that up, soak that all in, figure out what I want to do with it. Then after that moment in my life, because imagine me being in a relationship right now, then I get rich and famous. And I'm singing and I'm doing this and I'm meeting people like I'm in love with Drake. I mean, people like Drake. I mean, people like, <laughs> but I got a man. And it's like, oh. And I'm going to be like, 
and I got access to this. <laughs> Over but this. I got man. What <laughs> is this? I, I gotta be faithful or this. <laughs> if y'all could see her face look, right look, now, y'all. Or man. I know. Hmm. Oh, especially my ex. Especially on like oh, baggage plane that said. And, and I got this. Listen. Like a said that big eye said it's not be about disappointed it's in about me. being in love. It's you like, would be disappointed in me. I mean, disappointed in me, disappointed in me. <laughs> That's crazy. So, I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so this, this is amazing. So she said disappointed in her. There's a lot going on out there. So with COVID-19 um, and you being trapped inside the house, did it, other than it sounds like it did. So you kind of answered the question before I was going to ask it because I was going to say, did it make you think, okay, I need some kind of backup plan? Because you haven't it's been not necessarily a backup plan. It kind of pushed me to do plans that I already had okay. in mind. Um, a lot of people think that dancers don't have dreams. Mm-hmm. They just, oh, us the monies. Some of them don't. That's the ones that's in their 30s, 40s, still dancing. Stuck. Stuck. <laughs> like Chuck. Uh, but my thing is, I, I always see myself doing something different. I never see myself dancing in the first place. Right. It's not like a goal. I'm going to be a dancer making a lot of money. It's class. But I think it when I'm like, man, woo, so much fun. No, not a dream of mine. Uh, exactly why I want to do OnlyFans. It's permanent. It's permanent marks on your... The internet is gonna exist for forever. Okay. People don't understand that it's gonna be exist forever. So it's explain true. what it is for people that don't know. What is OnlyFans? How does that Only work? Fans. What is that? Porn. Oh, it's porn. I was getting ready because I noticed that's part of it. They talk porn about and you shaking your ass in my know, industry to get attention on. Um, so you pay for it, but it's only the people who pay for it. Do you think is it is it open? Like, do they have restrictions on it? Because I know so many sites nowadays is open and kids could get on there. It's not. So do. Is there like restrictions on it where they could actually know who's coming on your page so you don't have a young boy on there all of a sudden like watching no. you because he's no. You seen Twitter lately? No, oh, well I have Twitter, but I'm I'm not really a fan of Ooh, it. I don't get I don't get on Twitter, but somebody showed me Twitter and I'm like, they actually got stuff on there uncensored where unfiltered. It's people, uncensored. People just anything. Everything. And all you gotta do is type it in. Wow. And it's everything. They're showing everything. I mean, literally having sex on Twitter. It's oh, wow. Twitter is a porn site. I did not know that. I thought Twitter the only thing you could site. do is put messages, and I didn't know videos or anything could pop up on Twitter. It's a porn site. Wow. And these girls do not understand that will never go away. So when you want to get married, baby girl. Oh, that's out there. When you want to, I don't even want to get married. But, but if I want to get married, it, it, I know any time my whole life could change. Right. Any time I could be. I could have a million dollar proposition in my face, but me putting porn on the internet could stop me from that. Got you. Got you. They ruin everything. They can say I dance at the chip club all day. Where your proof, okay, you might pull up pictures of me. You can't even really pull up a lot of pictures of me dancing in the club. Right. Even if you don't look at the club page, you very rarely Just you looking pretty. <laughs> right. Very rarely do you find me naked in the club. Right. You might find me some lingerie being cute somewhere, but I can make up. I can say anything about that. Right. But I don't even post on my IG. I don't post nothing about me dancing. It's, 
is it because I'm ashamed? No, it's just I want people to perceive me in a different light. Uh, that's what I do for a living. That's what I do to, to to make my money. To survive, yeah. To survive. That's not what I'm doing because I. This is what I'm in love with. No. Got you. As I say, as people, they want people to understand that. That that's... as soon as I tell somebody a dancer, as soon as I tell a man I'm a dancer, conversation changes. Has any of them tried to hit on you in a whole different way then? Like their whole oh, personality whole changes? Oh, wow. Conversations on the phone, you can just tell by their tone of voice. Are they just, op- just automatically like, hoping that you're going to have sex with them? Oh, then? it's like, oh, okay. I don't got to respect you. I don't have to respect oh, her. Wow. I don't have to. Or I can say this. Or I can get away with that. Or I can have a sexually heightened conversation with you uh, off rip. Like, no, it doesn't happen like that. Or, oh, let me, you going to come dance for me? Let me pay you to come dance for me. Um, first of all, wow, I was trying to look at being so yeah, you want to be a customer and you want to talk to me, or you, I'm gonna be busting your head. I'm, I'm gonna need some real money, you need to, wow. you know. But that happens a lot of times, like guys, you know, switch up real quick. So, if there's one message. Um, that you wanted to would want to tell anybody out there um, anything from because I always end my on a good note because I want people to understand that this might be the conversation this might be what I went through this might be but on the other side this is what how I came out on this side this is how I feel about this what is one positive thing that you would definitely tell the audience if you had to talk about yourself and what you do and why you do what do you want to what positive would you put out there for them to understand about our conversation today a, me- a message to the people um, dancers are women we are women we're still women at the end of the day we have feelings we hurt we go through things a lot of us have stories and reasons why we do the things that we do um, but take a good look at what you also do in your life as well before you go to judge us because think about it y'all dance in the club have naked you walk on the beach half naked. Yeah, you, you you have sex with guys for free. Yeah, you do this, do that. So before you post judgment on whether it's prostitutes, dancers, any sex workers, really think about how human we are and how human you are. And the 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 only thing that separates us is the money. It's the money. And but the more money you make, the more people gonna hate. Exactly why they. Send the hate on us, even though they're doing the same thing. For free. For free. Um, and, and before you pass judgment on what a strip club is, please go visit one. Go visit one. If you've never been to a strip club, check it out. It will totally change your perspective um, on whatever a strip club really is about. And ladies, stop bringing, stop, stop, stop coming with your man to the strip club and you really don't want him there. Take your ass home and let that man do what he want to do. And if he want to do something that you don't approve of, leave his ass. Yeah, it might be the one you're not supposed That's to be all with. I'm going to say. And to all my dancers out there, uh, I, I, I get it. That's all I'm going to say. I get it. What about the young I ones who's it. never been a dancer who might have an idea that they might want to be a dancer? I'm not going to say don't do it, but if you're going to do it, make sure you know what you are getting yourself into. Don't try not to make too many friends immediately. P. 
keep your distance. It is a dog-eat-dog world out there, and that's your club, I promise you. Um, maintain your privacy. Keep your privacy. Maintain your 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 uh, your morals. You might dance naked in front of people. Maintain your morals, because as soon as you cross that boundary, you will pay. Your karma will come and get you. And it is hard to go back, and people will look at you so differently after the choices that you make. Um, and your image is important. People say, it don't matter what people think about you. Yes, it does. Because that's how you survive in this world. How do you get a job? It matters the opinion of the person giving you the job. Yes. Opinions do matter. Your, your, your face card does matter. Take care of that. Internet is permanent. Be careful. Watch what you put out there, y'all. Your body is your temple. Surgery, your body is your temple. I've had girls who had seizures on tables from getting surgery too too much, getting uh, botched surgeries, different things like that. And coming back to, is it because they came back too soon or is it just a bad surgery? Because they want to have butt shots, but then they want to have a BBL. They want to get a BBL, but then they want to put butt shots on top of it. Oh, wow. The the other way around. Surgery is dangerous. Yes, it is. It's a risk. You don't know how your body's going to take it. Appreciate the body that God has given you. I say if you want to make enhancements, make enhancements. But don't, don't go overboard because it's just out of style now. And now all these girls trying to go back to, you know, I'm yes. all natural. And thank God I have a nice, a nice, a decent body. I don't have to worry about that. So it's easier for me to say. But at the same time, it's not worth it. And y'all gonna have that awkward conversation with your family at Thanksgiving dinner when they realize your booty sitting back further than the countertops on oh your kitchen. Oh my gosh. Your booty hanging over like the glass on that kitchen table. Listen, baby. It's awkward. It's awkward. It's very awkward when you gotta explain how you got that booty and your mama ain't got nothing. <laughs> And a lot of people, I hear a lot of people talking about, talking about the booty surgeries and don't even fit with the hips or the other ways. <laughs> I was even embarrassed to go with purple hair. I had purple hair at one point. I was embarrassed to go see my grandmother with my purple hair. It looked cute, yes. but it's like stripper. See a black picture. woman with color hair. Picture of you. First thing, kind of exotic there with it. I loved oh, it. Man. I was like, oh gosh, she's so beautiful. Yes. <laughs> You know. Yeah, quick fact on me. That's why I was interested in definitely talking to her. When I was in my teenage years, I actually was going to do a stri- be a stripper. I, I got my license. I got my little certificate to serve because a lot of times sometimes you got to serve when, back then. Y'all, I mean, cause you already know I'm 45. I ain't trying to hide my age. I love me. I love me. But at that time, I had, I had just got married. And my husband and I were struggling for money because I got married young. I got married when I was 19. Um, so I was like, we need money, you know, so maybe I should go do this. So he took me, he went with me, girl, to shop for my lingerie, my outfit for the night. And that night that I was getting ready to go to work, he was like, oh, heck no. No, babe, I changed my mind. I will go find a way to make us some money. I don't want everybody looking at my wife. <laughs> He's like, I don't want everybody. So that's why I asked about the date. It has to be hard to be a stripper and actually Shoot, be in a relationship. Shit, and go to work. I had a relationship for about and, three years, and, three and a half years. And he took it okay? I mean, it's... 
for the most part. But I mean, of course, he was insecure. He always thought I was you know, doing something, doing this, doing that, with this person, with that person. Uh, he would make excuses why he could talk to other women oh. because I'm always talking to men and I'm oh. naked. But yeah. I mean, that's what I do for a living. It's different when you do it and you're making profit off of it. You're just doing it just to get phone know, numbers. Profit your ego. <laughs> to profit your ego. Oh my gosh. Two different things. Y'all hear how y'all is two different things. Things. Make sure you know the difference. Putting food on your table Uh is different than trying to take take a girl out to a restaurant. Two different things. (laughs) You're spending the money. The other one, I'm I'm making the bag. Another one, you're you're taking it in. (laughs) Two different things. Well, I so, so enjoyed you. Thank you so much for coming on. It never happened, y'all. Y'all heard her. Y'all, it, 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 she put it out there for you. There's there's no reason. If you if you do it, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. It, you know, it's not right. Make sure you have a plan. I heard the, I heard the plan in there. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not something you want to do the rest of your life. You got to have a plan. Um, as you know, I'm your girl, Darlene Shantae. It never happened. If you are having any kind of mental crisis, any kind of breakdowns, if you're going through any kind of trauma, and we know we always talk about on here, and we start trauma at a young age and we take it into our adulthood. So everybody, 90% of America has been through some form of trauma. But if you're going through it right now, as I always say, hurt people, hurt people. So if you need to, you get out there and you seek help. Don't be out here messing with other people's lives because yours is messed up. So if you need mental hotline nationwide treatment number is 1-844-395-1271. And there's also the, the National Hope Network line. And it's 1-800-442-4673, which is HOPE. They are available and open 365 days a year. They will talk to you. They will send you to the nearest treatment center that you could get some help with. And you can talk to them. Do, do not be scared to talk to somebody because you're getting it off your chest. You're opening up and you're releasing your demons. And it doesn't have to be somebody you know to read. You know, they don't, you don't have to trust them. You don't have to just because they don't know you. You just can be free with them. So just seek that help. Seek the help for not only yourself, for the people around you, because we could be a better place. We could be a better world if we just open up and understand ourselves and open up and understand each other. So if you need to reach me, you want to come on the show, you can um, reach me on IG and Facebook at it.it.neverhappened. Or you can hit me up on Gmail. It's inh.tabutalk at gmail.com. Once again, that's inh.tabutalk at gmail.com. Com. And if you like, you can hit me up on Twitter at Darlene Shantae because that's who I am. I'm your girl and I'm hitting, coming to you every Sunday by five. And then we have our bonus Wednesdays usually. So please tune in. Thank you for tuning in today. Have a great week, y'all. We out.